0: Andrew Bobros here. I want to do a quick video on our defense camp battles and get into uh, what we can expect from a defensive philosophy moving into 2023. So, guys, let's get into it. Bobros. Hey, guys, Andrew Bobros here. As always, like and subscribe if you do enjoy the content. Guys, training camp is awesome. And uh, day one, we had the pads on and a lot of things happened um, in camp and a lot of red zone uh, breakups with some of the folks I want to discuss. But I want to discuss really defensive philosophies moving forward. Why some of these camp battles matter, right? I know we we you know we could discuss who does what, who breaks up, what pass, blah, blah, blah. That's all fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, why do these, these uh, battles matter? Well, look. Like or dislike Brandon Staley. I know he's a pretty polarizing figure within the Charger community. I love the guy, right? You know, defensively minded, the man is a genius, right? I mean, he's really single-handedly changed the way NFL defenses are run, right? He likes the two-eye safety look, That's a big part of what he does. Um, the safety is the most important part of his defense, right? That's why we are so lucky to have someone like a Derwin James. We'll talk more about him later. But – You know, the the other part of the conversation is, well, what are we going to do differently this season, right? I know we were really bad. One of the things that Brandon they talked about um, extensively is stopping the run. That's going to be a major focus. I don't want to talk too much about defensive linemen. I think we all know who our starting defensive lineman is going to be. It's going to be Bash in the middle, Morgan Fox, and then most likely Austin Johnson. If not Austin Johnson, then Nick Williams. Nick Williams is out there right now getting a lot of reps. Now... Uh, my brother James talked a lot about rookies. Scott Matlock is looking great. Tito Oboni is coming back from an injury. There's a lot we could discuss on the defensive line. Um, I really want to talk more about the defensive backfield, and, and that's really where I think the defensive battles are going to be more important moving forward, largely because of the conversations, but being important for, as far as safety is concerned moving forward, uh, the safety position with the Chargers. But I want to talk about this man right here as well, too. Derek Ainsley. Derek Ainsley Um, As you guys know, I was not impressed with some of his initial comments around him becoming the defensive coordinator, right? Well, that that conversation and narrative has changed a little bit. Derek Ainsley has kind of come out a little more recently and said, "Hey, he's taking a little bit more of an approach of trying to be very aggressive on the defensive side of the ball." There's been some discussions around him disguising coverages moving forward. And guys, as we know, this defense is is in the NFL. They're already their back is already against the wall, right? None of the none of the actual penalties or anything like that is is really designed for the defense to win right they want to see scores NFL touchdowns field goals they do they they don't want the defense to win right so where do you specifically place your players well you, you want to stop things up top and so Derek Ainsley's really talked calling a bit about moving Derwin James up and down the box which I want to discuss because bottom line that's a big difference of what's going to happen with this team moving forward and again I've talked so much about the safety position folks the safety position with Brandon Staley and Derek Ainsley is, is critical, right? Reading the defense, understanding what's happening. Are they splitting the safeties moving forward? Do you pick the right side or the left side? You stay in the middle. All these these decisions become so important because most of the time we all know that the defensive backs are really covering quarters, which is really a, kind of a hybrid zone man type of, of, of scheme. That's pretty much what Brandon Staley runs, I would say, 75, 80% of the time, right? And a lot of nickel and a lot of dime. The nickel and dime can going become very important moving forward. And am are going to discuss that specifically uh, quite a lot here. But as I do that, I want to talk about this man right here. Derwin James, by the way, God, how sick was this tackle? By the way, you, you know, he was fine. $50,000 for, for tackling Kelsey like this at the goal line. Cause he picked him up and just body slammed. Him. It was absolutely incredible. Right. And, Look, say what you want to say about anybody, you know. Here in in you know, as far as safety is concerned, Derwin James is the number one safety in the league. I, I, I not many people would would really argue that discussion, right? Again, he had 115 combined tackles last year, 51 assists, four sacks, and two interceptions. Now, the thing about Derwin James is, we talked about this a lot. Derwin James is one of those guys where he can do everything. Brandon Staley talks about that constantly. The reason why the safety position is so important, the safety has to diagnose this a run plays. It's a screen play, deep pass, deep threat, middle of the field. You have to have everything. He is the quarterback of the defense moving forward. So moving him down on the box does what? You leave a one high safety up top and you're exposed to a deep pass. And that's why Brandon Staley and really Derek Ainsley talked about this quite a bit why they're so concerned about having another safety back there that can really make sure that nothing is really exposed. Again, big reason why I wanted John Johnson over here uh, to the Chargers because then we have a veteran safety back there that can read and diagnose better. He also knows Brandon Staley's defense. He was with him with the Rams. Whether that happens or not, we'll see. So the defensive back battle is really the conversation we have to discuss as far as really positions open for players to get right. Um, so I really talked about uh, just here Taylor and Dean Leonard more on them later. Um, but I will say this also Derwin James is a special type of player. Right. And again, you know, you, you look at his numbers, he had four sacks last year. I guys, let, let me say this. Let me say one last thing about Derwin James before I move on to the next person that is really going to change our defense If Derwin James was able to move down in the box, this is exactly why Brandon Saley and Derek Ainsley wants him to be able to be more down in the box and do some more edge rushing. I promise you, if he has a 33% chance of getting to the quarterback or at least making a hurry on that quarterback, he helps with the run game. He's very physical. You saw what he did with Kelsey, but secondarily, he can get to the quarterback and, and cause pressure, right? So if you can blitz him more frequently Guys, he had four sacks last year. I promise you, he could have eight to 10 sacks if he was able to be down in the box more frequently. He is that good, and he's that fast. So, folks, we want him to have the ability to do that. Again, it's a big reason why I I like the idea of bringing in someone like a John Johnson. I know, I know, guys. I know what you're going to say. You're going to get angry. Low, he's the guy. We got JT Woods, yada, yada. We're going to talk more about that as well, too. But, again, he just brings another element to our pass rush, if you can have Derwin James out in the box, Brandon Staley and Derek Ainsley know that, right? Also, he was playing a lot of star and a lot of money. He was in the slot a lot, so there was a lot of different formations they were putting Derwin James in. They want to move him all over the field. Let's let, let me just let me make this very clear: he's the most important person on the field for the defense for the Chargers. He he is the guy. Okay, everything runs to Derwin James, and he's a fantastic human being. Day one, he was out there signing as many autographs. Man, he came over, man, I just so impressed with that, this, this gentleman. And I, I've been such a huge fan of him since day one. I have a Derwin James jersey. I love the guy to death. So let's talk a little bit more about position battles, what matters, um, and where we're looking at. I want to talk about this guy first, before I go too much into the position battles, this guy's wearing the green dot, uh, Eric Hendricks. We know what he's done. He's been absolutely fantastic linebacker for the Vikings. Okay let's just review his stats from last year. He had 137 combined tackles last season, 50 assists, one sack. Okay, you might say, "Wow, well, you know that's not a whole lot." You know, I mean, 2021 he had five sacks. I do think he's going to blitz a little more this season as well. Um so I think it, it it really depend on injuries moving forward, but I do think he'll have probably the opportunity to blitz quite a bit more uh this next season. Last season from what I could tell from the Vikings, he really didn't blitz a whole lot. He was pretty much in the middle, very good at coverage, very good at managing people and I and I'll just give you a few quotes from some of the players, right? Derwin James has nothing but high praises on him. Uh, You know, I think Khalil Mack said he's got a calming presence. Um, He's definitely the right guy to be wearing the green dot for the chargers this next season. I'm just excited to see what he can do. Having a veteran presence there again, we have him for two years. So I'm excited to see what he can do moving forward. I think he's going to be a, an excellent, excellent middle linebacker for us and guys, he stays healthy too, right? He plays a lot of football, right? He, he doesn't have a lot of injuries. He's, 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 you know, pretty good. And he gets interceptions, right? I think in 2020, he had three interceptions. He's had nine total interceptions in his career. Very good in coverage. Uh, you know, when you got people like Travis Kelsey in our in our division, right? He could go out there and coverage with him. Uh, you know, a lot of lot of a lot of interoperability with what you can do with a guy like Eric Hendricks. And and he's looked great out there as well, too. And the guy's Day Henley. Dayon Henley looks absolutely fantastic. TBD on what we're going to see with K9 moving forward. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with him, right? I mean, you know, he's one of those guys that's pretty polarizing as well. But, you know, we'll see how that plays out. So, all right, moving on to some of the other players that I think really uh we need to discuss. Uh JC Jackson, Mr. INT is back. Folks, I I I I'm going to do a prediction video. Um probably start with JC Jackson, but I think this guy could be the 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 uh, you know, comeback player of the year. I, he is extremely um, excited to be out there and absolutely kicking ass, looking great. Uh, they are having him on a uh, very tight leash. They do not want him to re-aggravate his uh, patellar tendon. As we all know, that was a very bad injury. <laughs> so, so you know, Brandon Staley specifically talked about, hey, let's be very cautious with him. But he is looking fantastic in camp right now, folks. I mean, no joke. He is looking absolutely incredible. He's had a number, number of pass breakups when we were there. Had a number of pass breakups on day one when the pads came on, so he's looking absolutely crisp, clean. Mr. Ryan T is back. I'm excited to see him. Uh, they are going to bring him back gingerly, but I think he's understanding the system a little bit more again from Bill Belichick's system at the Patriots. Very different than you know that system that he runs over there compared to what what Brandon Saley is really asking him to do. So, I think there was some question marks on how he could pick things up, but again, uh, he's back. I mean, I'm super hyped for him. I think he's going to have a great season. Um, my prediction video uh, will be coming up shortly. All right, let's talk about some some camp battles to watch. Y'all know who this guy is, Dean Leonard. Dean Leonard, um, man, I, I, like, I was impressed with him last season, but man, he's turning heads right now in camp. Day one, he had a number of pass breakups. He's looking very good. Now, again, we all know he's a cornerback, so this is sort of a depth piece. Dean Leonard and Jasir Taylor were both huge special team stars for us next season. This is why I think... We could maybe have uh, some of these undrafted free agents like an AJ Finley, uh, um, Tywin Mullen, some of these guys. If they can do well in special teams, they may find a spot in the roster just because I think Dean Leonard and also Jasir Taylor are going to take a little bit larger approach. We can talk more about Jasir Taylor here in a few minutes. But Dean Leonard and Jasir Taylor are turning heads uh, in camp. They are looking fantastic. I want to talk about Dean Leonard specifically for a second because last season, He looked really good in our preseason games. The thing that thing, the the problem with Dean Leonard was he wasn't positioned well in the NFL game, right? He he was a little more on top of the players. He wasn't looking back at the ball. We all know that's a pass interception call. And so his body positioning was huge. Brandon Staley talked about that. You saw him, if you saw the mic'd up video that he did, he coached up Jasir Taylor like crazy on that. Also heard him coach up, um, Dean Leonard, quite a bit on that, right? Brandon Staley is putting a lot of pressure on this man right here to step up. He needs him to step up as a cornerback because again, folks, there's only so many people can make this team, right? There's only so many people that can do it and injuries happen. We know that we don't want to discuss it, but it happens, right? You know, guys like Vato is looking absolutely incredible. Vato is looking freaking lights out folks i mean he's looking absolutely incredible i, mean, I, I would put a slide up and i had too many slides i could go through on this right but again you need backups right and this guy dean leonard could be our guy um come at some point in the season right injuries happen you know banged up you know hammy whatever you want to discuss but he is getting a lot of love in camp right now folks a lot of love and you know he's had a couple of brass breakups i think i think one uh, jc jackson had one against josh palmer and Palmer got the best of J.C. Jackson after that. A lot of red zone attacks um, in day one uh, with pads on. So it's, it's been pretty good. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Jasir Taylor. Jasir Taylor uh, is looking really good, and we're going to wrap up the video here. I don't want this to be too long, but Jasir Taylor, just like Dean Leonard, getting a ton of love, a ton of love. So um, – Again, a lot of red zone drills, and Dean Leonard and Jasir Taylor look very good. Against our number ones, folks, they look really, really good. So my point in bringing this up is they've had a lot of past breakups, and I do believe, I'm trying to remember what he said here. Um, uh, okay, so w- one of the quotes from, from Brandy Saley was, as you know, uh, both Dean Leonard and Jasir Taylor made a really big in- impact on our team on special teams last year. And uh, now you can see him as that guy, a corner, and we can continue to develop. Guys, it's important, right? Because, again, injuries happen. You guys see out there, uh, to defend this group of receivers, you have to defend, especially down in the red area, is going to make everybody better. Folks, ASJ is looking really good. <laughs> okay, just here, Taylor's looking really good. Dean Leonard's looking really good. Again, the one guy that I'm a little frustrated with is still JT Woods. JT Woods has put on some weight, but he hasn't really stepped up and really, you know, Shown anybody anything super special, right? He's out there. He's in the right plays. So, again, also, and I'll, I'll, I'll end on this, but Jasir Taylor had three straight pass breakups um in the red zone uh, drills on Monday, which is amazing. Now, again, you know, it's going to be pretty awesome to see, you know, where we're at. But, again, folks, look, let me just wrap up my general thoughts uh, philosophically. We're going to see Derwin James move around a lot more in the field, which is going to be great, Okay. But our safety play has to step up and be better than it was last season, right? Again, Lowe, as of today, is the guy. Okay, He's the guy. He's the guy next to Derwin James. Derwin James has his thumbs-up mm-hmm. approval. But can JT Wood step up right now? Thus far, we're not seeing a whole lot of that, right? Uh, but Dean Leonard's looking good. Jesse Taylor's looking good. Uh, Asante Sandler Junior.'s looking amazing. How they're going to move these guys around is going to really be interesting to see in camp. Uh, This is why I really do think there's a good chance we could see some folks make the, you know, the 53-man roster, you know, like A.J. Finley, some of these other folks, because I do think that there's going to be, you know, a bigger emphasis on some of these guys stepping up. This is where the preseason games matter. So moving forward, guys, we're talking about this in camp, but once these scrimmages start happening, I believe the Saints are coming in and then we're going to start having some preseason games. This is what we need to start watching. Who is playing well in safety? who's playing well. You're going to see a lot of JT Woods out there. You're going to see a lot of maybe a little bit of low. You may not see a ton of him moving forward, but they're going to get a lot of reps for Dean Leonard, just your Taylor in some of these preseason games. So guys, a little bit of a longer video, but again, I think bottom line, we're seeing a lot of good things from the defense moving forward. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to disguise packages. You know, we don't want people to just know immediately, Hey, they're running quarters. They're running, you know, zone, they're running nickel. They're running dime. There's going to be a lot of disguising moving forward, but again, The good news is we have a lot of good players here. We are ready to go. We have a lot of depth. This team has a ton of depth, folks, which is amazing. We've never had that before. So, again, like, subscribe if you do enjoy the content. Leave your thoughts down below. I'm Andrew Bupro. See you guys in the next one.